Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The best way to start your weekend is with Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network. Sponsored by BetMGM. All right, let's do it. Another edition. Buckle up. Get your popcorn ready. Ryan Rothstein, Mark Drumheller here. BetQL Weekend presented, of course, as always, by BetMGM Sportsbook. Now, here we are here getting ready for a game two in the NBA Finals and the Denver Nuggets, just like pretty much they've been doing, Mr. Drumheller, just issuing beatdowns left and right. Miami coming off the huge Game 7 win in the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, are we ready to write off the Miami Heat? Are we ready to buy, quote, low on them for the moment as the Heat right now at BetMGM 5-1 to one to win the series? We have so much to dive into here, but the finals, of course, is where we should start. It's a true David versus Goliath in my eyes when you look at these two teams. And it's fascinating because... Let's rewind back to, you know, the beginning of the postseason after the regular season, right? Miami's fighting for their lives in the play-in tournament. Mm -hmm. Everybody's scoffing at Denver. Who's going to come out of the West? Oh, it's Mm got to be Steph. It's got to be LeBron. It can't be Denver. Denver never gets it done. Phoenix. And all of a sudden, right, KD and Booker, right, super team. All those teams, betters just throwing their money at all those teams. Meanwhile, Denver just continues to handle business and dominate. Um, so, I, listen, I think this is going to be a real, real tough road for the Miami Heat. Is this the greatest, eh, greatest for lack of a better way to put it, but one of the more improbable uh, legendary runs that we've seen an underdog pull off in NBA history? I mean, some of the numbers, some of the, the betting uh, trends throughout history, just as far as, you know, 125 to 1, the Miami Heat. Uh, that was their their odds to win the NBA Finals, as you mentioned, to start this NBA playoffs uh, this year. So, I mean, where do you rank this? For me, it's just one of the coolest stories in in recent sports history, if not history, period, Mark. Yeah, it's a phenomenal story. You could do a movie about this, yes. this Heat team. And, you know, listen, I love watching them. I love everything about them. You know, I love Spolstra, love Jimmy Butler. And when you, the, the coolest thing about it is, is that, you know, they – they were really a team that everybody counted out. Like, yeah. even in, you know, when they got through the play in tournament, no one gave them a shot against Milwaukee. You know, they stepped up, they got it done. And it's in a league where we are so used to 
not seeing this happen, right? We're yes. so used to just the seeing the top league. seeds yes. just kind of smoke, you know, the bottom seeds, and it's always like in the first round, you know, is it going to be a sweep? Is it going to be five games, right? Those are the betting angles. And the Miami Heat surprising everybody. Like, the NBA is not hockey. You know, like, we don't see these bottom seeds make huge runs in the playoffs a lot. So this has been really enjoyable to watch just as a fan of the sport, and it's been a lot of fun as a better. You know, there have yeah. been nights where I've pulled my hair out, and there's been nights where I pop champagne. You know, a little bit of both, but uh, <laughs> we're trying to end the home stretch with a winner here. We got off to a good start in game one. There you go. Uh, the the Denver Nuggets, they take care of business in game one. As we've mentioned, they cover the eight-and-a-half-point spread the under came in at 219 and a half. Uh, I mentioned the Heat are five to one right now. Updated odds at BetMGM to win the series after they opened at plus 310. The Nuggets, as it stands at the time of recording this, minus 700 at BetMGM to win this series. So clearly and relatively obviously a heavy, heavy favorite. Um, you know, I, we will get to the game two full preview and best bets, but. Any chance that the Heat can make this a series, can win this series, and most importantly, is there betting opportunity on Miami right now, Mark? So, entering the series, I did bet Nuggets minus two and a half games, right? I, I did think if I had to you know, hold myself to a prediction of exactly how this series would go, uh, I would say 4-1 Nuggets. That's, that's really what I'm expecting coming mm -hmm. into this series. So do I think they can make it a series as far as dragging it to six, seven games? I don't. Can they be wow. a lot more competitive than they showed last night? Absolutely. And that's what I expect going into game two. I think, you know, we'll see the Heat be a little bit more competitive. Game one, a very rough spot. You're coming off a seven-game series. You're coming off an emotional series. You're coming off a series against your arch rival, a team that you played in the Eastern Conference Finals three out of four years. You're coming off a series where you came this close to being the first team in history. And 150 teams to blow a 3 nothing lead. And then you got to pack your bags and travel and go to Denver in the altitude playing, you know, the best team in the Western Conference. I thought that was a horrible spot for Miami, uh, which is why I played team total under, uh, you know, in game one that cashed pretty easily. So I don't think game one is going to be indicative of the Heat team that we see going forward. I expect them to do a much better effort in game two. But I do think that this is the Nuggets series to win. I agree with you, but I'm not betting Denver. I haven't made any bets on Denver. Like this is, this is something that as we've already started to discuss, just one of the coolest stories in, in my recent memory in sports history, where I look at it like the FAU run in the, in the tournament mm -hmm. for college hoops. I look at it like the Sixers in 01, whatever, whatever example you want to bring up that I just can't, I can't look at the other side of the fence here. This is where my, I think, my fandom gets in the way, but I, mm -hmm. at least I'm acknowledging it and I'm aware of it. Right? Yeah. Because listen, I want to bet Miami. This is just improbable. All signs point to Denver winning this series in four mm -hmm. or five. I agree with you, but I can't sit here and bet it. You know, I, I can't like game two. I'll, you know, spoiler alert. I'm looking at Miami plus eight and a half. Um, because I want, I want this story to continue. I want them to make this thing a series. Uh, and I want some money on it. If that, if that ends up, somehow happening but it's already been a miracle is a fan you yeah. want to root for the heat you want to see the heat win but right as a money maker. is a better <laughs> yeah you want to make money sure and you know that the you know the values on denver here and that's why you know in sports betting you have to kind of separate the yes. emotion 
from that sort of thing. Listen, we can talk about college football, right? TCU Horn Frogs, incredible run. Everybody loved to see it. Everyone told them they couldn't do it. They get all the way to the national championship game, and I couldn't push enough money. I couldn't empty enough <laughs> accounts to get money on Georgia in that matchup, and it paid off just because I loved what TCU did. But yeah, eventually, it's going to come to an end. Talent is going to be the difference when there's such a huge talent gap, and I really do think there is in this series between these two teams. Um, I, I think that, that that's really what you have to look for is a better. I agree with you, and I'm just happy I'm aware of my fandom because I'm not betting my bankroll on the Miami Heat, right? I don't suggest anyone to do that. I mean, God bless you if that's if that's what you want to do. I'm not telling you exactly how to manage your money there. But, yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, you have to proceed with, with some caution. Five to one's enticing. I don't know. Do you look at game two as a must win for Miami? I know you're, I know you're not a believer in Miami, yeah. but if you're on – Looking at that it, side, yeah. I think it's pretty close mm -hmm. because I, I think the challenge is the later this series goes, you know, some of the reasons why I like Denver in this series is the rest advantage, right? They've played five less games than Miami since the beginning of the play-in tournament, right? They've had close to 10 days off before this series while Miami was, you know, going through the trenches with Boston, yeah. you know, in a, in a hard-fought series. So the longer this series goes – the more that's going to benefit Denver because they're going to have more in the tank later in the series. So, you know, it's just like a bar fight, right? The Miami Heat, you got to swing first. You got to swing first. You got to strike early and hope, hey, the bouncer comes in and separates you guys after you get your best shot in. That's really what they have to do. They have to steal game two in Denver, I think, if they have any chance in a series. Because if not, even if they steal two games, they didn't win the two home games in Miami, and this becomes a three-game series back to Denver – now they're getting deep into another series after a seven-game series, and I think that that's even more of an advantage to Denver. NBA Finals MVP updated odds. Jokic, the clear-and-away heavy betting favorite, minus 400. Butler, 6-1. to one. Jamal Murray, 7-1. to one. Bam, 16-1. to one. Uh, For those listening, Mark was pumping his fist as Jokic, as I named Jokic, minus 400. You have some Jokic tickets? I did. Minus 135. I bet it when both teams went up 3-0. So when the Heat went up 3-0, the Nuggets went up 3-0. You know me. I don't like to bet against history, right? I'm no, a believer in no. history. Yeah. So I said to myself, this is going to be Nuggets and Heat. You know, for all intents and purposes, high probability. That's what we're looking at in that series. Jokic is going to be the MVP. Um, they're not going to they already stole the league MVP away from the man. They're not going to steal the NBA finals MVP hey, away hey, from hey. the man. So um, I think he's, he's definitely going to get the award. I don't think there's value in anybody else. We saw in the Eastern conference finals, how hard it is mm -hmm. for a player who's not the best player on the team to win that award uh, with Caleb Martin and his performance coming up just short. Jimmy Butler still got the votes um, for Eastern conference MVP. So I think it's going to be, Really difficult to take it away from Jokic because even when other players have success on the Nuggets, we know they're having success because of Jokic. He's yeah. the one who who he's the playmaker who allows them to do what they need to do. So I think the you know the only play here is Jokic. I I think it's I think it's fair value now. I mean, if you're to push in even at the high number, pay the juice. I think he's going to be your MVP. Yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine anything else uh, really playing out here. We'll throw this out there. I mentioned Butler 6-1. to one. You compare that to the Miami Heat's odds to win the series at 5-1. to one. So listen, if you are a believer 
if you are a believer in Miami somehow figuring out a way to win four or seven in this series, Butler to win MVP is a slightly better price for you at six to one versus the team uh, odds to win the whole series at five to one, Mark. So. Yeah, you have to bet Butler, yeah. in my opinion, because, yeah. you know, this is a, t- a Miami Heat team, right? Let's let's be sure. It has lost four of their last five games, right? They've lost four of the last five games. Now they have to win, you know, uh, what, four of their next six against um, yeah. four of the next six against yeah. Denver in order to win this series. They're going to be able to do that without Jimmy Butler being the best player in the court. No. I don't think so. Uh, Butler is the only bet to make on the Miami Heat side, and at six to one, you're getting better odds than Miami to win the series. Yeah, it's uh, that certainly makes the most sense. And there's there's a ton of little, uh, you know, if you dig under enough rocks on the wagering menu, you can certainly find some uh, some favorable odds, if you will, uh, if you're looking to bet on you know either side. You can find so many things that BetMGM has to offer, and we're going to try and run through as many of them as we can here throughout the show on this BetQL weekend. Ryan and Mark hanging with you here. Uh, man, <laughs> Heat the heavy dog. They lose game one. Just to set the table here for game two, eight and a half points is the number. Miami, of course, um, the the big-time dog in Denver, where Denver is just lights out. The total, 214 and a half. I'm going under the total at 214 and a half where the Miami the Miami Heat their last four straight playoff games have gone under that total so did I just jinx that probably but uh your thoughts on that yeah i'm going to be on the other side i like the over um you know from a side perspective i, I might even lay it with the nuggets i'm not even sure but really like the total more than anything i think we're getting a four-point adjustment here, right? This thing closed at like 218 and a half in game one. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting a four-point adjustment based on what we saw um, in game one. But again, all the things we talked about with Miami coming off this seven-game series, having to travel, you know, to, to Denver and getting their first game in the altitude, at the altitude in Denver, um, I think all that's a factor. So I expect Denver to be, you know, much better offensively, right? You look at Duncan, you look at Caleb, uh, you look at Max Struess, those guys shot a combined two for 23 from three-point range, right? Probably not going to happen again in game two. So Miami scores a little more. I think that drives Denver to score a little more. Denver scored close to 60 points, I believe, in the first half of game one. They probably could have scored 120 if they really wanted to keep their foot <laughs> on the gas. So I think you're going to see Denver and Miami both score a lot more points. That has me leaning to the over here. Wow, you are you might be laying the eight and a half with Denver. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow. I, I I haven't bet it yet. I might look at like a different way to kind of bet it. Maybe I do some first half or stuff. I'm, I'm not sure, uh, but I would probably lay the eight and a half before I took the eight and a half with uh with Miami. Denver's a team now. They didn't cover either home game against the Lakers in the sweep, but the prior two series they were money. Yeah, and they're a team at home straight up. They are now forty and four this season with Nikola Jokic on the floor. They're unbelievable. Forty and four at home <laughs> straight up with Nikola Jokic on the floor. Uh, you look at playoff teams coming off of a loss this year in the postseason against the spread in the first half, forty three and thirty three against the first half spread. So Miami pretty much got embarrassed in Game One. Maybe a little fatigue there. I, I like that almost even more so than the under for the game and the eight and a half on the game. Miami comes out strong in the first half, covers that four and a half, but sort of runs out of gas. So 
I could see options. that. I could definitely see that. We talked this must get, must win for them. You know, they come out strong. Um, they make some adjustments. They might work early, catch Denver a little bit off guard. You know, Spolstra gets in his bag. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I think eventually Denver is just their size, their physicality. We saw the impact that Porter Jr. has. They don't have defensive matchups for that guy. He can just shoot over the top of the defense. So, um, I think – and we saw it against the Lakers. What was the game four – Lakers come out strong. They're like, we're not getting swept. They're winning at halftime. Yeah. And then Nuggets come out and, like, outscore them a 1,000 to nothing in the third quarter or something. Like, it was just like they turned on the light switch, and they were like, never mind. You're getting swept. And it was over. There you go. All right. The 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 better team always finds ways to flex on them, right? So maybe Denver flexes on them in the second half. Miami keeps it close in the first. We're going to dissect it all. We have to take a quick timeout here on BetQL Weekend. When we come back... We have some new coaching hires in the NBA. Nick Nurse to Philly, Griffin to uh, the Bucks, Monty Williams to Detroit. So much happening in the NBA besides the finals. We'll touch on some of the biggest storylines and continue to give out our best bets on BetQL Weekend. Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM. Start your weekend betting off right with BetQL Weekend with Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller, sponsored by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. All right, welcome back. BetQL Weekend here. Ryan and Mark hanging with you like we do each and every weekend. So I mentioned some of the, the coaching hires and on Friday afternoon, some breaking news came across the bottom line here, uh, Mr. Drumheller, and that is Frankie Vogel. I don't know why I call him Frankie, but I do. Frank Vogel now going out to Phoenix to become the Phoenix Suns' next head coach. Um, man, what? I don't know. Is that the answer to all of Phoenix uh, and their problems that come with? I can't imagine they're excited. <laughs> Would you be excited? I, I'm not excited. The fans or the like anybody the, who's excited? Frankie Vogel's excited, I, right? Yeah. Go go coach, you know, that crew. Absolutely. Kids are excited. Phoenix, nice area, right? Hey, you know, get the move. I don't know if he has kids or not. But you know, family's yeah. excited, you know, nice area, Phoenix. I hear a lot of good things about Phoenix. Seems like a great place to live. Um yeah, it's too hot out there. I've never been. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't it it seems crazy to me that you fire a guy like Monty Williams. And I can understand that, right? If you believe that Monty Williams isn't the guy to get you to the next level, maybe that's the case. All right, I'm I'm not going to tell you you're right or wrong, right? You know, you're yeah. you're in the building, you know. But to say that you're going to go out, it just sounded like they were preparing us for this big signing, this guy that was going to bring in these championships. I feel like KD is going to chew this guy up. I agree. I, I completely agree. Now, one thing to remember or keep in mind out in Phoenix for the Suns. New, new ownership group. So they sort of want their, quote, own people in that building, mm -hmm. uh, which is a small factor. But listen, you have that roster. You've been underachieving. Monty, thanks, but no thanks. There's the door. That's just the, the carousel, the coaching carousel in the NBA, Mark. And another thing, we alluded to this earlier, right? The, the Suns' loss to the Nuggets in six games looks mm -hmm. a lot better now. Like, it aged very well. 
<laughs> like, yeah. It aged very, very well. They were very close. If you, if I were to ask you now, right, who the second best team in the NBA is, what would your answer be? Who's the second best team in the NBA right now? Yeah. Um, it would be the Suns. I wouldn't be the Suns for me, but I get your point. I, you know, I don't. I think they looked a lot better than the Lakers. I think they looked a lot better than Boston. Yeah, but you're playing a dangerous game, my friend. I li- right? I like, live in danger. That's what I, I do. I love. They call me Danger Drumheller. Listen, I know that's your. They don't call name. me that. Uh, that's you know, Austin Powers stole that from you. But <laughs> listen, I, I don't. I don't like to play the game of well, this team lost in six, that team lost in five, so therefore, right? Like it's. I hear but you, they but they were most, also, the most competitive even in those games. Sure, but you can also argue Denver has gotten better since that point, right? Like, that was part of the, their journey. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so maybe if they were to match up again, Denver sweeps them. You know, like, I, I just, yeah, I, I, I get your point. I just, I don't know how much, how much weight I put into it. But listen, you have Kevin Durant, you have Booker, you have that, you have that starting five, not very deep after that, but you got to win championships. Yeah, oh, they do. Yeah, of course. That's why. That's that's why they're all there. I, I'm underwhelmed with Vogel. I think that, you know, I expected something else, which makes me believe that they had other plans that did not happen, didn't materialize for whatever reason. I don't know who they were targeting. It's a safe hire, but they decided that hey, you know what? It seems like they settled on Frank Vogel, as opposed to me believing that they fired Monty Williams with the idea of we're going to bring in Frank Vogel and win a championship here. You look at, once again, the Miami Heat, who are getting ready for a game two in the NBA Finals as one of the biggest dogs in the history of the sport. Eric Spolstra was a VHS intern, all right? And Pat Riley ends up bringing him under his wing, and they get him fully prepared and ready to become an NBA head coach. No team in the NBA, no organization does that, right? It's all just, all right, you fired this guy, we'll take him. We're going to fire our guy. It's just lazy, safe rehiring of the same names it's just frustrating yeah, it it's is all it but is. it's like that in hockey hockey's the worst yeah hockey's pretty and bad. hockey it's you know these guys all coach every team in the league yeah like they just get passed around it's right kind of nuts. yeah it really is um all right we'll get to some of the other stories uh in the nba as far as head coaches but let's look back on our betting week like we do each and every show here mark with our best bets and worst bets of the week start us off man what was your best bet of the I'll week? start the best bet was the Heat in game six. So the Heat plus two and a half in game six. They lose on the buzzer beater by Derek White. But I love that spot for the Heat. A lot of people, Boston was getting a lot of momentum. I did not back down. I already had, you know, my Heat game one series ticket, <laughs> um, which I have for Denver as well that I'm pretty excited about. But uh, so that was, you know, plus 900. That was getting ready to cash. Still doubled down on the Heat in that game six at home. It ended up coming home. They covered the number despite losing the game. So that that was the one I was most proud of. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. 
As former Sports Center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. My best bet was game seven, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, listen, Jimmy's not losing. Ended up coming true. I took the heat on the money line. I also had a big swing. And it wasn't from our show here. We will get to our big swings later in the show here. But I took Jimmy Butler to score 25 points or more and the heat money line at plus 475. That came through. That's that a was, nice one. That was a great one. That made my week for sure. So that was my best bet of the week. That's awesome. Can't beat that. Worst at bets. all. No, you can't. Worst bet. This is a bad one. This is embarrassing, man. I wish. Did they have like a paper bag around here I could put over my head? This one is one. so bad. You guys need to laugh. Last week, USFL Moneyline Parlay took the New Jersey Generals and the Houston Gamblers. Um, do not love doing parlays, especially in the USFL. Uh, both teams lost outright. Didn't even close. Didn't come close. Didn't have a chance. Jersey was playing a Michigan team that I had pegged as the worst team in the league. They were two and f- f- two and four going in. Now they're three and four, um, but they lost like three games straight. And Houston uh, was playing a Memphis team that was winning a lot of games, but doing it virtual with turnovers. I thought that the regression would come. Houston would take advantage, but neither happened. Lost both legs of the parlay. Just ugly. Guys, don't parlay. Don't parlay in the USFL where dogs are 10 and 2 straight up over the past three weeks. <laughs> so, mine, uh, looking back to Wednesday now, the Phillies, uh, they lose 4 1. Nola was getting the ball. They went into that game losers of two straight, right after a split Memorial Day weekend on the road against Atlanta. I felt like, all right, maybe they, this team can start to turn things around. Um, no. Not the case. Just not the case. Now they are losers of four straight games at the time of recording this, but Philly's loss on Wednesday 4-1, and they just frustrate the living living hell out of me, Mark. So that was my one of my worst bets of the week, Phillies um, and NOLA. Those fighting Phils, not much fight in them these no. days. No, there's not. No, there is not. Um, all right, there's our best bets and worst bets of the week. Hopefully we have much more best bets to give out throughout the show here than uh, worst bets as we move forward and into this betting weekend. I'm so, so glad the Heat won. 
that was like a perfect example oh, before we move on like because this is a good topic we do this to kind of show give people visibility like hey we all make bad bets we all mm -hmm. make good bets why do we think some are good why do we think you know some never had a shot right never should have hit send on the wager but the heat to me that series was a perfect example because we love the heat going into the series i had a ton of money on it when it got to game seven i feel like me like 15 years ago would have definitely caved and bet the Celtics. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely would have caved and said, oh, no, there's all this momentum. The Celtics right. are the better team, and I would have wasted money betting on the Celtics in Game 7. But I didn't. I held my ground, stuck, trusted my gut, trusted my handicap from the beginning of the series, and it paid off, even though it was a little sweaty. Listen, the number was 151-0. and zero. It wasn't how many times they went to Game 7. That's it wasn't right. none of that. We were betting on the historical number. That's right. Um, I'm with you. Just ditto to everything you said. Well said. It, it was just the the history was overwhelming for me. It, it could not it could not be ignored. But I'm with you. Five, six, seven, eight years ago, I, I maybe would have done something a little bit different. And Boston was weak. Like they're a weak team. They're a flawed team. So to think that they're the team that's going to buck this trend to me was crazy. Yes, I, I think the fact that Boston went up against the 76ers. Could have benefited the both of us a little bit because mm -hmm. we had just up close and personal experience with watching this team. Yep. And I just, I never bought into them at all. Uh, so that was certainly, I think, a, a factor as well. But now you look at this Denver team, I'm not going to lie. For a guy that's rooting for the Miami Heat in every way, shape, and form, it is certainly a Herculean type of a task that uh that lies they're yoked up man their team is good they're good all the way they're like you look like yeah. kcp you look at porter jr they got guys man they always been injured every year now they're healthy and they're good you think Jokic will average a triple double probably yeah it it depends how and we'll get into this when we get into our three-star bets but it depends how spolstra tries mm -hmm. to attack them because you have two options when you play denver right yeah. you can get killed by Jokic. Or you can get killed by Jokic and everybody else. Now, the Suns were the team, the only team that decided that we're going to let Jokic get busy and we're going to let him do whatever we want. And we're not going to let these other guys, we're not going to let Jamal Murray go off. We're not going to let these other guys go crazy on us. And it worked. They were the team that was most successful. If you remember, Jokic had that 53-point game where they lost. The yeah. Suns, I mean, the, the Nuggets the lost Nuggets, that yeah. game to the Suns. So they were letting just him make Jokic just a scorer, make him shoulder all the scoring, take away his playmaking ability, take away the other guys. And I think that's how you have success. That's why I bet um, Jokic over his point total in game one did not come home, lost by the hook, landed on 27. The bet was 27 and a half, so that was an under. I played over. But I thought that Spolster would just let him go off, shut down Jamal Murray. That didn't happen. Murray scored the first basket, scored plenty more <laughs> as the game went on. And uh, so I wonder if in game two – if he kind of switches and says, we can't let Murray go off, we have to just, Jokic is going to get his anyway, just let him cook. You know, I, I saw a little bit of matchup zone from the <laughs> Miami Heat in game one. And if I'm Spolstra, I say, I got I to gotta go heavy matchup zone because you look at what Jokic does well, and he does so many, he does everything well. Let's just, let's just call it how, how we all see it. But he's like a quarterback in that half-court offense. So how can you get that offense off rhythm mm -hmm. i think it's by you have i know it's by changing it up and doing something that they're not accustomed to seeing with a with a high volume of frequency so do a matchup zone maybe you continue to play man on Jokic, go zone everywhere else on the floor like you have to get weird here 
mm-hmm. if you're Spolstra. You have to because you know go manning up with these dudes, you're you're done in four or five games. Yep. You know, yeah, they're so, just gonna beat you. They're, they're beat better. You. So you gotta figure it out. Flat out better. Uh, you know, I asked the question, will Jokic average a triple double? I believe those odds were right around even money last time I checked at BetMGM for that question. One other guy to do it in the past, like, 25 years. Can you name him? Mm. NBA Finals, triple-double mm. average. 25 years? Yes. We're going back. We are. I don't know. The self-appointed king, LeBron James. Oh, LeBron James. That makes sense because yes. he's a guy. Yeah, he's a very complete player, so that makes sense. Especially in his Cleveland days where he had to do – I think everything. We had to pry the ball out of Kyrie's hands. <laughs> yeah, really. And J.R. Smith. Yeah. J.R. Yes. Smith dribbling out the clock. Remember yeah. that game? That was that was uh, unbelievable. What a meme. Yeah. All-time great meme. A uh, couple minutes before we get to our next uh, timeout here, Mark. Let's react to uh, Nick Nurse, the next head coach for the Philadelphia 76ers. We pretty much bashed uh, Vogel going to Phoenix. How do we feel about Nurse coming to Philly? It's a complex question, right? You're going to get a complex answer. I think it's a tremendous hire. I think the co- a coach like Nick Nurse is the only guy that has a chance of kind of changing the culture here in Philadelphia. Um, you know, so I think from that standpoint, like, hey, if the direction is to go out and get a coach and, you know, they hit the nail on the head as far as the type of coach that they need, is he going to be effective? I have my doubts, right? Is it going to work? I have my doubts. I, I don't think that you can – just these guys are deep in their career. I don't think you can make them into something they're not. Hmm. No, I I completely agree with that. You, I think you, it'll make it more obvious. Like Nurse will magnify the problem. It'll be pretty obvious that these guys have losing mentality, losing habits, etc. But I don't I don't think ultimately it's going to lead us to a championship. I like the hire because Nurse. I'm not going to put him equal mm-hmm. to Spolstra. But Mm -hmm. he reminds me, I'll say this, he reminds me of Spolstra where he's a guy that's going to get creative. He's going to adjust depending on the matchup. He's not going to be afraid to do something creative or different or off the beaten path of what, you know, quote, typically occurs in the NBA. So I like that. But until we know who's here, meaning Mm -hmm. for the Philadelphia 76ers playing, I, I don't know how to assess this hire. Is yeah, Harden going to be here? If not, who's no, replacing No, I don't think him? Harden's going to. Yeah, it sounds like Van Fleet, but That's I'm sure he's going to want to bring in his guys. Right, it's just a rumor, and, and we'll see. But I don't I don't think Harden's going to come back. Yeah. Um, But I don't – again, I think it starts with Embiid, and I'm not trying to trash the guy, but, like, you need an alpha to come in and really take control of this team and reset the culture. And I don't know if that's Fred Van Fleet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anyone they're going to bring in to replace Harden that can actually do that. So, I still have my concerns, but we're going to find out. And if Joel Embiid is going to change, and if the culture of this team is going to change, the type of coach like Nick Nurse is going to be the guy to, to be the catalyst. So, um, in that sense, like, I, I like it. It's worth a shot. You know, just because I think it's worth a shot doesn't necessarily think that I'm going to bet that it that it works. But um, I, I think it's, a you know, from a coaching perspective, the best hire they could have made. Yeah, and you know, Embiid's going to have to buy in. He's mm-hmm. going to have to be willing to be coachable to a whole nother level that he hasn't been throughout his career. I'm not saying he's been uncoachable. It's just he's going to have to completely change. Now, do you think it's going to be more minutes for Embiid? It's going to be a lot tougher love. Like, is I he going to just kind of fall back on the injuries, or is he going to step up and be the player we need him to be? 
It's a lot of questions. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of questions that I, I think only one person has the answer to, and that's uh, Joel Embiid. As, I don't even think he knows. No, that's that's true. <laughs> that's a perfect way to say it. And we'll we'll end this segment on that note. It's the weekend, BetQL weekend here. Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller. We are presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. When we come back, big swings, prop dropper lock, and the three star bets all coming your way next. Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Start your weekend betting off right with BetQL Weekend with Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller, sponsored by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. All right, let's do it here. Uh, we have a lot, a lot to get to. All of our betting insight in this segment: big swings, prop dropper, prop dropper lock, and our three-star bets for. The remainder of this weekend, Mark. So, um, and we'll we'll put a bow on the game two talk and the best bets uh, in the NBA Finals on the BetMGM wagering menu. But big swings, baby, big Step swings. Step right up here. We gotta hit one of these out, man. We gotta nail one of these. I know. I think it's time. I think this is the week. I feel we turn the calendar. We're nailing June, May. A little bit of warm up. A little bit of batting practice. Now we're going yard. It's hitting Calling season. Calling our shots. It's hitting season. Time to start hitting some big bets. All right, so I'll start us off um, because I know you have a, a dandy on deck. Oh, here. I got a doozy. All right, so I'll let you. I'll let you bring this bad boy full circle. But big swings, 
Yes, I'm looking on, uh, looking down in South Beach. Well, I guess out in Denver, but looking towards the Miami Heat to shock the world. But would it be that shocking? I'm going to go two-leg, same-gamer, Heat money line. Yes, I mm. said it. Heat money line. And I say to myself, self, if they are to somehow pull off this outright win, what would it look like? It would be ugly. It would be low scoring. So heat money line and the under 214 and a half. That's it. Plus 675. 675 is a good price for that. Yes. Yeah, because they are correlated. I like it. Yes. Big swing. Hit that puppy out the park. (laughs) Um, All right. So let's go on. I got a huge one. Now, this is in today's, uh, you know, edition of why am I betting this? Um, (laughs) Plus 2650. Two-leg UFC parlay right here. We're going to start it off with Andre Arlovsky and Dontrell Mays fight to go to end in split or majority decision, right? So not only going to a decision, can't be unanimous decision. It's got to be split or majority decision. Arlovsky, 44 years old. He's been around since the beginning of the UFC. Actually, his debut was UFC 28 in the year 2000. So um, last 10 wins all by decision. Hasn't finished the fighter in a win since 2015, fighting Mays, who's, you know, very s- subpar, I guess you you want to say, you know, fighter, um, obviously two, three, and one in his last, um, you know, six fights, probably should have been two and four, had a, had a loss overturned to a no contest, which would have been his second straight loss. So I think this one's going to the decision, split or majority decisions plus 450 on the one leg. The other leg, Alex Caceres by submission, Plus 400, so Caceres' submission, fighting Daniel Pineda. Pineda is a guy who's going to come right at him, super aggressive, ultra-aggressive. Caceres, 12-year UFC vet, really tough fighting style, really unique striker. I think he's going to be able to survive the first round and then kind of take over the fight, wear Pineda out, and get the submission. So both of them combined, parlay them up. Caceres by submission, Mays Arlovsky, to end in split or majority decision, plus 2650. It's a massive <laughs> swing here for your boy. Massive. Um, I love that. Only two legs, too? Like, yes, yep. you just outlined it, but why not, baby? Talk about a big swing. Go big or go home. All gas, no brakes. That's it. What else did they say? I don't know. What else did a kid say these days? Uh, hard in the paint. Hard in the paint. Okay, that's a new one. I think it's, I don't know. I, who knows? We're just a couple of old losers here. But not when it comes to our, our big swings. I'm feeling good about this week's I think edition. we're starting off June with a banger. I, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Um, if you build it, it will come. All right, so let's move on, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> prop locker drop. And uh, we'll focus in on NBA Finals Game 2. This is where we say, all right, we like the, a player prop as our best option. We like a side or we're just going to drop it, uh, we do give out that option. So, Mark, start us off. What are you going with here? I'm going to do a prop. So, I I alluded to this a little bit earlier. I'm going back to Jokic here over 27.5 points. Um, Did not hit. He landed on 27. I talked to you about how, listen, it's it's either death by Jokic or death by Jokic and everyone else, right? And I have a feeling that they're going to switch and just let Jokic get his. I thought they would do that in game one. They didn't. They paid the price. I think they make the adjustment here. Um, So, that gets you to a decision of, do I want to play Murray unders or do I want to play Jokic overs? I play the Jokic overs because even if they don't do that, 
um, and really just kind of let him get everything, I think he can still go over the prop anyway, as opposed to where if you, you know, go with Murray under, you're kind of like tied in, pigeonholed into that specific scenario. So I like Jokic over 27 and a half points. I like it, man. I like it. Good stuff. Um, I'll go with the side. I'll also throw out a prop I'm going to play as well. But just to change it up, I, no surprise here. I'm taking the eight and a half with the Miami Heat. Uh, I also really like Miami Heat first half plus four and a half. Um, I think that could even have a better shot than the game. But I'll stick with the eight and a half for the game for the Miami Heat. Also look at the first half option for Miami. Um, and then a prop I'm playing, one of a few. Jimmy Butler over seven and a half rebounds priced at plus 125 at Bet MGM. Six of his last 10 games, he's gone over that. Uh, he's averaging 7.9 rebounds per game in his last five. So uh, Jimmy Butler, if he needs to, uh, you know, if he needs to do whatever it takes to figure out a way to cover this number, I'm looking at a higher rebounding total for Hemi. Butler. So James Butler. That's right. James His is James. Not James. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was over then. Yeah. Well, you knew the marriage was over then. It's like, dude, Brett, did you, have you ever called him James? So yeah. why would you start behind a mic in front of the world? No, yeah, but like, you know, you sign the guy, maybe you scan Wikipedia or something, you know, do a little <laughs> yeah. bit of homework, pal. Yeah. Just like five minutes of homework before you embarrass you? yourself. Jeez Louise. Unbelievable. Uh, we digress. All right, so we move now to our our three star plays. They're Let's here already. All I right. love I love myself some three star. Should they be five star plays? Like, are we shortchanging ourselves? I think that's a fair question to ask. Yeah, I don't know. Initially, I thought the five star plays were the machine, and I'm like, I'm not a machine. Maybe I wasn't my prime. You know, it depends on you know who you well, talk to. Talk <laughs> to the wife back in the day. Who knows, right? Oh. But. It's not the machine. Everyone's throwing out these five-star plays over at BetQL, and then we're rolling out three-star plays. I'm 15 and six. Is that good? I think that's great. I think 15 and I'm six not is 15 good. And you six. can buy a lot I'm of like stuff with Phillies. 15 and six. You can, man. Yes, you can. I feel like can. these should be five-star plays. All right, man. Whatever you got to do. Do we want to change on the five-star plays? Do we want to have them. a vote? What do we do? We can change them. We what can roll that out next week. What kind of democracy is this? Yeah. What's it? Listen, whatever you want. Three, man. five. I'm a team player. You want seven? Let's do seven. <laughs> 100 on, star place let's do it tune in next week for our 500 star yeah. place from uh the entire 60 minutes will be 100 <laughs> yeah. star place and our 37th star play at plus 450 my goodness all right 15 and 6 start us off let's go all right so three wins here we're gonna be 18 and 6 Ooh, i feel in my bones that's good math june is just gonna be money i know arithmetic right <laughs> yes. you like that they yes. were bringing Better everything to the party i'm gonna start in the usfl no not the pittsburgh under not doing that again although i did bet it um, more confident in this one. Philadelphia Stars plus six against the Birmingham Stallions. Repeat of last year's championship game. Rematch of last year's championship game, I should say. But six points is a lot to lay in this league. The Stars have won three games straight. Birmingham defense allows the most yards per game um, in the USFL. Birmingham might be the best team, but they do it with their offense. So I can't lay that kind of number with a team that has a defense like that and against the Stars team that's playing very well, three straight wins. I like the Stars here. Listen, dogs in this league, I mentioned it earlier, 10-2 and two straight up, not against the Ooh. spread, straight up the last three weeks. So um, I'll take a dog with six points here anytime. Give me the Philadelphia Stars, minus 110. Like it. I like it. I'm looking at Lord Stanley's Cup. Oh, wow. Hey, there That's we right. go. Getting That's on the right. ice. And I'm doubling Lace down because I knew I threw out a, a pick on the ice last weekend here, and it did not really pan out in my favor. But 
I'm sticking with a, a similar type of a play. I'm looking at the under in what feels like, listen, there are scoring threats on both sides here with Florida and the um, and Vegas, but this could be a, a goaltending duel. Mm. All right, five and a half is the number at BetMGM. I'm looking at Bob, former Flyers goalie, of course. Of, of course. course. Well, glows up after he leaves. Is that what they say now? Yeah. Look at the glow up. The glow up. Bob Broski. Man, you're trying to you're trying to get in the hot tub time machine. Young. It's summertime, man. I got to get my game down. You know, I got to I got to get the kids almanac. You got to make the kids, uh, you know, laugh, get the lingo down. Yeah, that's right. No, it's fair. Um, so I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Bob. I'm looking at Hill in what can be a potential goaltending duel. I'm going to go with the under five and a half for my one star bet. I love it. Yeah. Well, ice action. I laid off the ice. Yeah. I laid off the ice in the, in the three star bet. Well, there you go. There's one. So. I'm going to go back to the hardwood, talked about this one, gave it out, like the over to 214 and a half, Denver, Miami. Um, listen, if you're just joining us, just hit rewind. You get the full <laughs> breakdown. But okay. I think that uh, game one was a spot for Miami to struggle offensively coming off the seven-game series. I think they look a lot better in game two. So I'm going to take the over 214 and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've given this, this play out at different points here. So you can hit rewind as well for maybe a little bit more – in-depth analysis as to why, but I'm looking at the Miami Heat first half plus four and a half. Backs are mm. against the wall. This team has fought, scratched and clawed their way out of corners uh, for the past two months, right? There's no way they're going to come out in these first two quarters in the first half of game two uh, and play anything other than equal to the Denver Nuggets. Now, can they do that through four quarters? Could be a different conversation. I can understand any hesitancy, but... I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat uh, go into the locker room with a lead, uh, let alone covering the four and a half. So that is my two-star play of the weekend. Miami Heat, first half. You heard it there. Yes. Three-star bet, the big winner. Kai Car France, main event UFC fight night, Saturday night um, against Amir Albazi. I like Kara France here. I think he's the more experienced. He's been in there with the best of them. Only lost three fights in the UFC. Two of them have been to the current champ, Brandon Marino. Um, Albazi, 4-0 in the UFC, but a little bit green. Doesn't have the experience. He's going to be really reliant to get takedowns in this fight. Clara France has shown the ability to execute game plans against really strong grapplers. We saw it against Askarov. Um, I think he's going to be able to fend off Albazi um, and really wear him down as the fight comes on. Car France puts on a great pace uh, and looks better and better each time he's out there. Really like this guy. So getting him at a great price, minus 110. Kai Car France in the UFC main event for Saturday's fight night card. To the octagon, Drumheller goes where drum is, is typically money. So follow that play there. All right, my three-star play quickly here. I'm banking on Jimmy Butler. That's my best bet of the weekend. I'm going over 25 and a half points scored for Jimmy Butler, priced at minus 125 on the Bet MGM wagering menu. Uh, Jimmy Butler shows up and shows up in a big way, hopefully leading his team to a victory to head back to South Beach 1-1. Can't wait either way. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a winner. Can't wait to come back and talk about how all these cash. That's right. 6-0 is this uh, weekend's record for both of us. Yes, we're not cocky, just confident for Ryan Rothstein, for Mark Drumheller, for all the guys behind the scenes, Zach producing the show. Another edition of BetQL Weekend presented by BetMGM. Best of luck on your guys.
Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM.